Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. We've got a we've got a guest in the room, although she didn't really sign up to be a guest no. on the podcast. Well, she's not getting paid, so you know. she's diligently working in the background. Holly Erbauer, everybody. <laughs> she's waving. She waved. Yeah. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better <laughs> podcast, everybody. My name is Joel. Bye. And I'm Steve. And there goes Hi, Holly. Steve. And this is a podcast. It is a podcast. It is a podcast. It is a podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, nice to see you. We're back on our, you know, never miss a Sunday show. Yeah, that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we've missed a few Sunday shows, but oh, we've definitely missed a Sunday show here yeah. or there. But we're on our summer, summer hours bag, mystery we're on, box. We're on our summer tour. How are you, man? I'm a little groggy, but I'm good. How did the show go last night? You played a rock and roll show at the I Shakedown Street. I did play a rock and roll show at the Shakedown Street in Omaha. Well, it started out with us getting there and the bartender saying, oh, there's a band tonight. Oh, my God. Wasn't a great moment. Full <laughs> disclosure. Cool. The uh, owner forgot to put anything on the calendar. Oh, he nice. We were having a conversation about the gig when he got there, but nobody knew anything and there was no sound guy book there was no nothing basically yes so i was my head was like well i guess i forgot my guitar (laughs) you know yes i forgot to practice and you know yeah how how did that situation get solved uh well he scrambled and found a sound guy that could come down at the last minute to at least get us set up Mm -hmm. and uh uh, you know what actually ended up it actually ended up being a like we played probably our best and uh-huh. uh we gave the you know 12 people there their money's worth Fuck yeah and uh and what was really kind of cool is we made some new friends because like one guy was there that like he got on the phone and like messaged some friends like hey you got to come down here Oh, and nice. So people came down and they actually left the jerry prankster show at rathskeller to come over to see us oh wow and they were to- like they were Stones fans, like they were into it. You know, they weren't yeah. just there because it was the thing or whatever. They were meeting somebody. You know, yeah. Like they were legit. Like we like the songs, like the deep. Because you know, a lot of times people are like, "Oh, I kind of remember that song. It's, I like it." You know. Yeah. Yeah. But like, no way they're playing fucking Monkey Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were like in, down. You know. Yeah. And we just we slayed for them. You know, we played our little hearts out for the six of them. <laughs> nice yeah i mean it ended up being a really good time and rich the other guitar player he's the you know i mean it's like we took a set break at like 12 15 which is way past my bedtime and i'm like dude we could just leave you know mm-hmm. and rich mm-hmm. is like those two people over there paid to come in we're gonna play yeah. I'm like yeah okay you're right you know you're right yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah set yeah, break fun. at midnight though that's intense well, we had we started late because at like nine o'clock, our sound guy was still trying to figure out the soundboard because he'd never oh. used it before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? So, yeah, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. <laughs> well, I'm glad it ended up working out. Yeah, it was fun. I don't yeah. know if we, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we're getting paid. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you played the music, man. That's, we showed up and we did our end. So, and we did it really well, actually, too, if I do say so myself. So, that's only rock and roll, man. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's good. It's a it's a it's a rough business. <laughs> God damn it. Speaking of rock and roll. Yeah. How's re-entry been from the uh Folsom shows, man? Let's get into it. This is a full disclosure. Steve yeah. already showed up. He sent me the link to this, and this podcast is already named. We're going for it. This yep. is gonna be I mean, we're gonna exhaust every moment of the uh dead and company experience that we can. So if you if you're not into that here's the exit ramp right but maybe you should stick around and just stick around yeah look around it's gonna be interesting yeah Uh, maybe Um, so you you sent something to our text thread that i found to be pretty alarming 
in a good well, way. What was it? I don't remember. You said something like after the first night. Oh yeah, the you guys shows, weren't there. We weren't there. You said yeah. something along the lines of, and I might get the wordage wrong. That was the best dead live music I have ever long seen. Time uh, in a really long time. Yeah, it was, the you, first night was it was amazing. It wasn't like I mean my dead and company experience, and here's where the detractors can go. See, I knew it. Uh, you know, I mean Mickey Hart aside and Mayor, but the, it was like oh that was a, that was nice. It was a nice night with the Grateful Dead. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that first night in Boulder was awesome. Yeah. across the board yeah. jaw dropping and i've seen i don't know how many a hundred of these cuts you know yeah last 33 years or so mm-hmm. and it was awesome mm-hmm. and uh it was everything that it met the mission statement for this tour which was to go out on a high note yeah I, the I, board. there were no moments of like well i'm gonna go take a leak you know <laughs> i'm not gonna miss much here you know yeah and sometimes you know yeah it was uh just is it the was it the insane maelstrom of just frantic energy of like the mid 80s was it the 42 minute psychedelic explorations of the early 70s no but was it a fully developed and mature uh, rendering interpretation of a canon of music that is hopefully going to live forever? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, Dude, yeah. I, it just, it was just delightful and wonderful and powerful and energetic and passionate. It was great. Yeah, and, and that's like I told what I Eric Delaney. I'm, you know, I was like, "How was the show?" I'm like, "Well, I don't. There aren't enough superlatives, so I'll just say it was really good." I like for people that have, that don't can't really wrap their heads around that. It was really good. <laughs> I when you sent that text, I mean, I I was hanging out with family that night, so I really wasn't paying attention to the set list as it was happening. Right. So when you sent that, I think that's when I looked, and I was like, "That's a, that's a." hit after that's like that's like a perfect set list especially the first set right but the, both sets were fantastic and i was like i can't wait to listen to the audio of that and i didn't get to the audio of it i mean you know it took it i think it was up the next day but i Pretty didn't close, listen yeah. i didn't listen I know it to was it. on the way home yeah i listened to it on the way back from colorado and i was like that's incredible i mm-hmm. i'm so glad that you were able to have that experience i I, Kirsten was asking me about our because we went Sunday night. Um, right. Kirsten was asking about our show. And she's like, "Did you feel like that was the best?" And I was like, "You know, I, I think for different. I, I, I'm going to say no, not because right. it was a bad show because Brown Eyed Women was off the Amazing. charts. Yeah, yeah. Um, it hurts me too. Was so oh. fucking bluesy. It was so right. good. Well, that's that's squarely in Mayor's wheelhouse. So correct. Yeah. But I did have a. I'm going to go get some water and take a leak during high time. I was like. Eh, I'm out right see i ah. stuck around for that one yeah i was like yeah i don't I left, really i don't remember what song i left during oh friend of the devil i'm yeah. like well, this is my pee break i'll see you later <laughs> yeah uh but it was you know it was a great it was a great experience i mean i i really love the upbeat um they love each other yeah oh yeah that's the best uh-huh i really dig nice it nice set and opener it, too yeah, totally. And I and I had that was when I got my emotions out. It was really beautiful. Um well, see, you missed the days between from the night before. Yeah. That floored me. I, I was yeah. big heaving sobs. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. More, the morning do the second night, I was like, Well, I don't really have to pee. <laughs> I guess well, I'll stick you around. Know. Yeah, I'll yeah. stick around. It's pretty good. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just that jaded because the night before wore me out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for like sure. Emo- like emotionally, I was just drained. Like I didn't have anything that needed to be purged because it all got purged the night before. Mm. You know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, ha- I had my moment. I had my moment where I, you know, and I've talked about it here and I've talked about it with you. And I've, t- I've told Kirsten, like, make sure at some point tonight when you feel like you're a little lost, just 
slowly scan the entire crowd and just take in the vibrational energy of all of these human beings Mm -hmm. kind of into the same thing. And, and it was, you know, that happened to me during they love each other. And uh, it was like, you know, all the, all the, all the weirdness of, you know, getting into the show and getting Mm -hmm. the thing and all that. And the, and the darkness that of the hiss of the nitrous tanks afterwards, like this moment right now, Uh human beings really do want to love each other and i was right. like oh wow yeah. mm-hmm. just cry my eyes oh out. that's nice it was nice it yeah. was nice that's cool yeah mm-hmm. it was good man i and how cool was it to see mike from guest of the year dude that was great thanks for <laughs> so there's there's one of the one of the stories i have another anecdote but uh i think i messaged you about well let's talk about mike first because so there was this row of dudes in front of us and one guy was kind of by himself, and he was older than these two younger guys right in front of us. But I was talking to the older dude. He would saw his first show in Meadowlands in 85, so he's older, so we're comparing notes, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, they go, hey, have you ever heard of the pod, the Guest of the Year podcast game show thing? And the dude right in front of me turns and goes, I was on that. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah his name is ethan he was front he was on in december and he didn't win but you know he had a good time and sure it was uh, he's a super cool dude and we need to get him on the pod because he's got a great story and i think he's down to do it um cool. but so anyway that was just this and i had been messaging with mike a little bit um that day because he'd never been to Folsom before oh and so yeah. i'm like okay so where are your seats like make sure you don't go into the field line because that'll be a shit show you'll wait in line for an hour and a half only to be told to go into the other line so come here you know yep just like some helpful tips and he really yep. appreciated that and he ended up sitting pretty close to us actually so yeah just to get to see him in the flesh and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and to meet up with ethan too it was like what are the <laughs> you know small cosmos you know what yeah I'm for sure this dude literally just turns <laughs> i couldn't believe he's like oh yeah i was on that like Double take, you know. Of course, you're sitting right in front of me. Yeah, of course you were. You know. So yeah, it was just that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that because, like, I was trying to think, like, because the second night was really good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like the second night was really good. Mm -hmm. For me, the first night was the one, and obviously the third night with the drones and everything. I mean, yeah, come on, dude. Come on. Right. Dave Matthews comes out and oh, plays yeah, four songs. If you're into that sort of thing. If you're into that sort of thing. And regardless, then, oh, Dave Matthews is he he's he's a guy in his own. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. has his own place yes. in American music. He's had a very successful career, whether you like it or not, you know. Yes. Yes. Um, so respect for Dave Matthews across the board. And he opened for the dead ninety five, I think. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you know, there's a history there, and so that's cool. Yeah. And uh but it's like if you go, like, well, what's the difference, you know? Mm-hmm. And so imagine if, like, you're staying at, like, a very nice resort or something that has a very nice restaurant and all the food's really good. Really good. Everything's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. And each evening, you order a different thing. Mm-hmm. They're all really great. One of them you really like the best. Right. Yeah. 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 That's and I was I, thinking like for like especially like for people that aren't actually on psychedelics, like the second night had the you know the other one and yeah, the actually and like the eleven, which even the yeah. old head that I was referencing earlier, like he looks over and he goes, What is this? Like what yeah. is the eleven? He was like, Oh <laughs> yeah, I got confused a couple of different times. Like, where are they? What's happening? What's what is this? And I, you know, I I called out the wrong thing a couple of times. Like, it was it was kind of a weird show. I mean, it was well, kind of was, a weird it, show. It was the midday mellows. It was the, yeah. the, the the weird one. Yeah, it really was. Which I don't know. I I I guess I was just tripping on the night before, and I'm like, what else could they do? And a then lot. they did. They had lots else to show, and some of it was came out of nowhere. The first night, the first set, the first night at the Gorge, whenever that was, after they did no no repeats from Boulder. Nope. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, whole so, new set know, list. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, just another uh, testament to how much material there is. Yeah, there's like, a lot. I forgot all about that. Like, I never would have called the '73. They love each other. I know the, the I, speedy version. You know, I never would have called that. And like, there it was. 
Yeah. The the highlight for me was 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 uh Brown Eyed Women was great, which was a surprise. I mean, that's a great song, but that was I was just all in. Killed it. Um, Jeff killed and, it. Totally. And uh I think Kirsten it, we 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 can owe the fire on the mountain to Kirsten. She really called that in prior oh, nice. to. She's like, I really want to hear that. And I'm like, I she bet got you'll hear it. Mickey Hart rap. Dude, and then we got the Mickey Hart rap. <laughs> which I kind of do that once before in '98. Yeah, so like I guess the deal I, I did a little bit of research on that. He's never done that with Dead and Company, right? No, uh-uh. But he did and it he used to do it with the other ones or in further yeah. and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't in further. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, but he did it with the other ones, at least in 98. So that was 25 years ago. That's fucking crazy. Uh-huh. I, I did I did have one of those holy shit moments when I'm like, you know, when O'Teal passed the mic to him, I was like, yeah. oh, my I, God. I saw, I saw Mickey blow O'Teal a kiss, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> They're just having the best time. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And just, I mean, it was just a beautiful evening. You know, it yeah. really was, I mean... It well, was you really guys, I, I, you know, not to whatever throw shade on your experience, but you missed the double rainbow. Okay. Yeah. So Kirsten, like we get back, <laughs> we, we had a situation at the hotel on the way home. We we did a hike oh, yeah, sucks. on Monday and it, we were tired and we drove halfway to North Platte. We get to the hotel and we get what we paid for, but we got to the hotel and it was like the AC wasn't working. So we had to switch Fuck rooms that. and Kirsten was like fuck all this you know and then she was like she's like the first night got a double rainbow and that crazy set list and the third night got dave matthews band and a drone show and we got jerk off motion and i was like babe 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 the best the best grateful little night meal wasn't exactly her favorite thing that you know and i didn't have that and they should listen to this but she's like was that was that a great you know did you have a great time i'm like yeah, I mean there were moments, but right. I think I've had better dead and company but experiences. For me, right. that just wasn't that wasn't a mountaintop experience, but right. I need to check my own expectations with that. Right. And when I go and I haven't really listened to the audio of it yet. I'm like it's good. I'm gonna it's go good. I'm gonna go back and listen to that mm-hmm. and hear it differently because right. I wasn't in the stressful headspace of getting squeezed through the line and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know. That's real. I did have a moment though, like we did the shakedown thing, the shakedown street thing, and it was like getting close to doors. I'm like, I want to get back to the thing, and I had to hit right. a porta potty, and we didn't get in on time. And you know, I was in my head, but once we got into Folsom, saw a few friendly faces, I felt oh, I'm home, better, yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, and that's after you've done this for a couple, three decades. I know to go into it like tonight not might not be the night. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what the expectations are. You know, oh, that's oh, a fucking it's life lesson show. I didn't want to hear. They have to do. They don't have to do anything. They might not they do anything. They don't owe me shit, right? And uh, you know, it is a little bit. I mean, this unit, this incarnation of quote the Grateful Dead is. Uh, how do I want to say this? A little bit more refined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I think. I think you said which, it. Which there, there's pros and cons there. You know what I'm saying. You like said matured, a, like yes. earlier. I think that that's the great word for this. Is it's 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 not going to get too unhinged. They nope. got to fit the mold a little bit. A little bit. They have to they have to hit a curfew. They can't blow it out all night and break all the rules and get all wild. They're not all tripping their balls off, right? They're not all mm, coked up. Teal might be. Oh, teal very well might be. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, it's got it. It's going to stay in some semblance of a lane, which I think is nice, you know, right, to a certain extent. I mean, it yeah. has to be a marketable product. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. But that's but, been true since forever. I mean, they yeah. figured that out in like 1969, eight. Mm-hmm. Like we can't just be avant-garde weirdness all the time or we literally will not survive. Right. Right. Like I and love that's I where love the, American Beauty and Working Man's Dead came from. Right. And, and I rewatched the um A Long Strange Trip recently and, and I love it's so good. And I love when so they're good. talking about playing playing the acid test. They're like, We weren't really the band no playing at we no. sometimes we would get up and play for three hours and sometimes you know, we'd take enough LSD where our guitar strings would turn into snakes and we'd play one note and call Fail. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. And so yeah. 
but well, it, that was it, the, that's where they developed that freedom was at mm-hmm. the acid test because they could play or not. They weren't people weren't there to see them. Mm-hmm. They were just playing or not. Which which really comes to a huge apex in the late 80s when it was they were super they had because of MTV or whatever became yeah. the superstar thing. And that's that's completely antithetical to how they started in a way. Hundred you know? percent. Yeah. They became well, the thing that they were trying to not become. Yeah. <laughs> which you know it's yeah, it happens to the best of us i guess yeah know? yeah it was really it was really cool to like I, there was one moment where a, f- a few moments where you were kind of a few rows up and i was boogieing and i looked up and we caught eyes and it was just like man it's really fucking cool we get to do this here yes. again Folsom yes. is such a special place for mm-hmm. my Grateful Dead experience with Dead and Company. Right. And it was just really special. I'm really glad I made the trek to do that. We only got one night and it was and it was a, a beautiful night. And I'm glad Kirsten had a great time and we yep. had the whole day to be in Boulder and do all that. It was just a really it was I'm really grateful that we got to do it again. You well, know? that's the you know, the that you know, Boulder is, uh, well, Boulder's Boulder, you know, just as we were walking from our hotel to where Shakedown was at the high school, which was really cool. Um, you know, I had Zillow out and I was probably looking at house prices, mm-hmm. these little bungalows that are 90 years old, $1.2 million. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, well, that, that tracks, you know, it's yeah. a very like seeing dead and company in Boulder is a very different experience and seeing the Grateful Dead on the south side of Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different experience. It's a very different energy. Yeah. What what that, is the difference? What I mean, I think I know what you're saying, but well, I'd love Phil- to hear. like the spectrum in Philadelphia was in a very rough part of Philadelphia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There are no rough parts in Boulder. Right. Know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a very she she, you know. In, in mean the, the the possibility of actually getting mugged in philly is pretty good you know <laughs> even in the lot right yeah right and just all kinds of well it's like you know there's there's boulder shakedown street and then there's the version of shakedown street that's depicted on the album cover of shakedown street yeah right yeah very seedy very can be very dark you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um a lot a lot of really um complicated energy yeah i i got it i think we got a little bit of a glimpse of that i mean there was some heads around you know there was in that in that high school shakedown street it it was it was intense like there was more there than there was when it was on campus before i feel like and because it was kind of dubbed a, a a seller's market, you yeah. know, like a like a, I thought it was awesome. Oh, it was great. Well, it was, was super fun. great. We were because Holly and I got there like for, we just how we got up and we're like, well, let's go check that out, you know. And it's like nine thirty in the morning on Sunday, and it dawned oh, yeah. and like people might not be awake yet. But yeah. like most of the vendors were set up or setting up, and there was nobody there. Oh wow! Like relatively, like it was. I mean, we just had. There was like a couple dozen people walking around. Oh, see, we were there at like three thirty or four. And I bet it was nuts. It was nutso. It was yeah. great though. Um, one of our old mutual friends messaged me on Facebook because I posted a picture. She's like, "That's the cleanest I've ever seen Shakedown Street." <laughs> and I just said, "Well, you know, it's Boulder. It's Boulder, and it's nine in the morning. And it's nine in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After a night one show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We also did. But it the, was really, um... but that was really nice, you know. Oh, I'm because sure. frankly, I'm in a place right now. Where I don't need to deal with all the other stuff, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you've done, you've paid your dues there. My, my interest in fending off the dirt surfers and the, you know, dealers and all that, I'm like, yeah. it just, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't need it, you know. Yeah, it's not what I'm there for. Yeah, that's fair. I'm glad that Kirsten and I got to experience the sort of the the wildness. I mean, that was sure. like apex fever pitch people being there right before going right in and that's i was so like when our friend matt went with us to alpine valley in 2018 mm-hmm. um there was no shakedown no yeah, zero zilch none and i mean it was great to see but i wanted him to get the circus thing happening yeah right to understand like this is a little bit like this doesn't happen when billy joel plays you know what i'm saying right right yeah 
or whatever, you know, Taylor Swift, or when, although or when Pearl Jam plays or whatever. Right. The it's Pearl, the Pearl Jam. Guy. Yeah, dude, that's that's yeah, you got to that's a bummer. Really? He didn't get to have that. That's what I'm saying. I was, you know what? But I mean, so uh, that to go back to your previous point, like that's I pretty much everybody I talked to. It's like we need to take a moment and acknowledge the fact that we get to do this one more time. Yeah, because it's one, you know, I mean, there, that whole situation is going to continue, but it's going to splinter out, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, we also did the, uh, we did the, the cool, I kept calling it the cool kids shakedown. Yeah. What was up with that? So that was at, uh, what is it? Up start? I don't know. Some brewery in Boulder, yeah. which is a really cool spot. Right. But it was kind of Boulder, you know, the outdoorsy hipster vibe. Right. Sure. And it, there was, there were the, the, the Instagram dead designer darling setup. Like mm-hmm. holy moly mischief, who I bought a shirt from. I love that guy, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and who else was there? Online ceramics. Um, there was a couple other vendors there that I can't remember their name. Uh, I was kind of bummed that New Springfield Boogie wasn't there. Um, he's the the <laughs> the fucking Simpsons inspired. I think he was somewhere yeah, else, or maybe great. he didn't show up for that. But it was you know it was kind of the cool kids shakedown. It was still cool. I, they had a right. lot of like. Kirsten copped this really cool, like '90s crop top um, thing that Holy Moly Mischief made. Oh, the dead thing. The, yeah, it was like dead the in the, the candy hearts that usually, you know, it's like a play on the whole shirts from the '90s, and it's a dead yeah, yeah. on it. Super cool. Um, she said, yeah, so I, when she was talking to me and Holly, I don't know where you were, but she, I had never heard it put this way. But she said, "Do you know what the wink is on this?" Hmm. And I'm like, "The wink," and she's like, "Yeah, the wink." Like this is actually referencing the whole album cover. Yeah. I was like, oh, the wink. The that was wink. a really cool way to put that. Yeah, it's for sure. What's the, the wink? wink? And the nod. You know. Yeah. Oh, get it. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was neat. Yeah. The wink. But yeah, we did that. That was that was that was cool to do. I mean, they mm-hmm. have. I think they have the coolest lot shirts. It's kind of weird that they're not part of the whole thing, but you know, they do them. Sure. Well, and that's. I mean, there the, no rules. There's no rules, man. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, so I, I texted you like, hey, I got an anecdote for the Yeah, pod. I want to hear that. So Sunday, um, this is you're going to laugh, but I had I, for my birthday, I got a Starbucks gift card. Uh-huh. I wanted some coffee and there was a Starbucks across the street in the Safeway grocery store. So we headed over there to use my gift card. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. I got it. I'll, I'll take the coffee. And um, um. So we walk in and there's this guy standing there. What kind of look like he's waiting for his drink, maybe. And mm-hmm. uh probably like late 50s, kind of a like a not hipster, but kind of a cool professor type vibe, maybe, you know. Sure. And I mean the, the whole area is most people wearing Grateful Dead t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like most of the people milling around that section of Boulder in the day were just killing time before the show or whatever. And uh yeah. He wasn't festooned at all, you know. And so Hall and I are kind of waiting for the barista or whatever. And uh, I could tell the guy's kind of looking at me, you know, beyond mm-hmm. just like checking out my shirt. Like he was mm-hmm. looking at me, you know. And so we ordered our drinks and I then like made eye contact with him. I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, I can't remember what he said exactly, but something to the effect of like, did you go last night? I noticed he's like, I just got in town today. It's obvious something's happening, you know. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, uh, yeah, we went. It was great. And he said, Yeah, um, I was thinking about going. And I was like, Well, you should. Yeah. You know, I and and he kind of looked at me like, explain, you know. I said, Well, I've been doing this for a long time, and this is kind of the last time this is gonna happen. And like you have if you have the opportunity and if you're at all curious, it's really good. Like, and I'm not yeah. just saying that last night was top shelf you know yeah yeah and he kind of nodded and i could see the wheels turning he looks at me and goes can i ask you kind of an obvious question and i said please you know <laughs> said, and he kind of leans in a little bit and he goes do you have to be tripping <laughs> and i said that's a very valid question i said no you know yeah. like yeah. i mean is that 
kind of the genesis of this whole scene? Like, absolutely. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you know the history at all, then yes. I mean, they're very much, you know, you can thank the CIA and ultra MK ultra for the grateful dead, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, then I actually referenced you. I'm like, I got a good friend that's never seen him in that state. And he totally gets it. So the only thing that's really required uh, to quote get it is an open mind and a sense of whatever's going to happen is going to happen and, mm. and and a willingness to have fun yeah right like that's really it and he goes hmm i said so yeah i mean like tickets might be hard to come by it might be on you know cash or trade it might be 100 150 bucks to get in but i looked at him and said buy the ticket take the ride nice he went, he went yeah okay all right thank you and he walked off and i hope to god that guy went in i really hope he did because he, I, really I could tell that he was like, you know, he's older and obviously it wasn't completely clueless, but it just never gone, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, it's that thing of like, well, that's not really for me. Like, well, it actually kind of is. <laughs> well, I mean, I wonder what it would be like to be a local person and never have experienced that. I mean, like, well, I don't think he there's was something local. to like, this. He, he He had come to Boulder for something else. Oh, like he didn't wow. live in Boulder. He said, I got into town today. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, he wasn't local. He was from someplace else, but he was in the neighborhood, you know. He was there for a convention. Something, yeah, like a work thing, you know. Yeah. And uh, he, he obviously, he had the day to kill, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I hope that guy went in. I hope he did, too. Yeah, because he, you know, that he got the goods if he did. And that reminded me, and I'm, I don't think I've told this this story on the podcast before but i actually was talking to another guy uh, uh that night sunday night the guy to the left of me was older he was probably like late 60s maybe mm -hmm. and he had seen the dead kind of you know as a kid many many you know it was just so long ago he wasn't really a thing you know oh yeah and he really you know he got married and had kids and worked and did it you know and now he's kind of retired and he's playing music again. And he wanted to, his nephew wanted to go see the dead who lived in Louisiana. So he came up and they went to the show, you know, because he, he hadn't, he hadn't really followed them since. Not at all. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So it's just something it, the, you know, he was like 16 and the dead were in town and they went and got ripped and that was it, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, uh, so yeah, he was really cool, but anyway, we were just talking and kind of, he was a nice guy and a uh, really interesting dude. And, uh, I got that we were talking about fairly well mm -hmm. in Chicago in 2015, which is you, know, you were there. It was, that was yeah. a thing. That was a whole thing. Yes. But one of my favorite in 30 plus years, dead things, uh, was the, I think it was the first night. It was the first night The there was this couple sitting to the left of me and they were older, 60, maybe 65, you know, and this and is fairly well. This was at Fairly Well at Soldier okay. Field in Chicago in 2015, uh, which was a whole other, we could have a whole podcast on that. But uh, um, it was just obvious that they weren't from the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they were very nice. They're just this nice older couple, you know? So I don't remember when it was during the show, but, I, you know, it was during a break or whatever. I'm like, so how are you guys? You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, we're having a nice time, you know? And I, so <laughs> what their deal was, is that they lived in this little town in Wisconsin, you know, which isn't far from Chicago, a couple hours maybe. And, uh, and every, they ran this little printing shop, mm -hmm. like a printing company, you know, pamphlets and copies and shit. And, uh, um, every Sunday night, the, the wife did the books for the print shop. That's mm -hmm. what she did on Sunday nights. They had dinner, she did the books. And while she was doing the books, she listened to their local KZUM, their local community radio station. And on right. Sunday nights, their local community radio station played David Gantz's Grateful Dead Hour. Yeah, yeah. And so for 20 years, she had been listening to the Grateful Dead Hour just because it was on. Wow. And Never been to a show. Never, never done that. Show. To her, it was literally just a story. Wow. Like they weren't rock and roll people. They weren't, they were just, you know, small yeah. town, Wisconsin people. Right. I love, I love, I, I know, I know you're going to continue to talk, but I, I really love that you said it that way, that 
for her for 20 years, they were just a, a story time on the radio. Yeah, it was like a soap opera or uh yeah, it was like the Grateful Dead hour, you know. Yeah. Just this weird musical. There's this little band that tours around and they play some clubs and hears their music every and they Sunday might, night. Or, may or may not be real, you know. Yeah. Like it was literally that to her, that's all it was. Wow. Right? Yeah. yeah. Which is just amazing. Yes. And so her husband comes in one day with the, the Chicago Tribune and there's an ad in it or something, an article maybe, and says, hey, the Grateful Dead are like playing at, at Soldier Field. Would you, like, it's supposed to be like the last one or whatever. Would you like to go see that? And she said, no, I think that'd be nice. And they like got it and they bought tickets on like Cash or Trade or one of those sites because you know how fast yeah. it sold out. Yeah. And they went to go see the Grateful Dead people. <laughs> I love that. It was so, and they, I mean, it was great. You were there, you know, yeah. they played all yeah. the things. And, uh, and, <laughs> and I, and the guy turned to me at some point, and he said, they used to do this like all the time. I said, yeah, for yeah. 30 years, you know, <laughs> and more, you know, yeah, like it's still going on actually, just not quite on this scale. And uh, and he That's... just kind of and it, he just went, huh? And he just went off thinking, you know, like you do. He like That's they amazing. had their own experience, and it was just like the sweetest, most honest, genuine quote Grateful Dead experience I think I've ever seen. That's amazing too, because you know if you if you clock up the time, I mean, I consider myself a deadhead now, full and you know fully. Yeah. But if you clock the time, they were experiencing the music in an in-depth way a lot longer than yes. I had. Yes. But they had a completely different experience with what mm -hmm. that meant. It was the most unique that experience. One of the top five, because everybody has their own experience. Everybody comes through their own path, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's top, like the most like, well, that's just like the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I also would, like, I, it I just goes to, it. go ahead. I was just going to say, just like it, it goes to show too, the kind of tentacles of this whole thing that yep. there is a radio show or there's the tape traders or there's the people that really just really love the studio albums or the people that, yeah, you know, have made, made, yeah, made a whole life out of, you know, selling their wares on tour. Oh, yeah. The people that on the road. Get, yeah, the, the, the spinners, the people that were convinced God was speaking through Jerry Garcia's guitar or the people that are there just to get fucking loaded or sell their drugs, you know, it's like, bottles. or yeah, just, or yeah, like, yeah, the wharf rats or whatever. Oh. It's like this whole thing, the guy or, you know, Jews for Jerry, the Jewish deadheads community, totally. Or the, or the deaf deadheads who, Oh, they're the best who, who really don't ever hear the music, but have this intense it. connection mm -hmm. with probably more so the lyrics than anything else, because they, that's well, and the, and the low frequencies. Well, they're yeah. And Phil Lesh's bass. Exactly. Or whoever's playing it. Right. Yeah. It's like, um, it's you know, a very varied, it's a full, as Jerry Garcia said, the grateful Dead is a full spectrum experience. Yeah. Good and mm. bad. And everything yeah. in between. Yeah, man. That's, you know, I really had a just a couple moments of, and I'm not, I don't begrudge this at all, but like there's a whole couple now generations of deadheads that to Jerry Garcia is just this folklore figure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as somebody that stood really close to him a bunch of times and, you know, got my face shredded by him a few times, mm -hmm. like that's, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm on the one hand, I'm grateful that it keeps going on, but I'm also kind of sad that not sad. It's not the right thing. Like, I don't feel at all like, well, you missed out. You didn't get the actual experience because I know that's not true because I know that you've had that experience. And I know our friend and past guest Charlie Shonka has had that experience and our friend JT and J you know, yeah. endless number of people that have, have had really legitimate, quote, grateful that experiences. Yeah. Post Jerry Garcia. Right. Yeah. Right. But that that's an element. So I don't discount those at all. I think that's bullshit. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but there is an element of. He was just so cool. Mm. <laughs> he was <laughs> fucked up and flawed 
and you know a, just kind of a walking disaster area of a human being mm-hmm. but also an incredible artist an incredible mm-hmm. wit an incredible mm-hmm. intellect mm-hmm. um like listen to the the most recent season of the good old grateful dead cast where they're talking about 1973 that guy was so busy in 1973 let's check up the accomplishments shall we (laughs) the wall of sound um an album a whole slew of new tunes that are still being played to this very day Mm -hmm. um three bands Mm -hmm. the grateful dead jerry and merle saunders and olden in the way so he was playing grateful dead music he was playing funk and soul music he was playing blue banjo in a goddamn bluegrass band <laughs> right yeah never mind starting a record company grateful dead yeah. records which was a total disaster but hey they went for it you yeah. know yeah um there was a lot going on there when they played rfk stadium on june 9th rfk stadium in washington dc on june 9th and 10th 73 with the with uh, the allen brothers band the three days prior, like June six, seven, and eight, Jerry was in a van with his banjo playing with Olden in the Way. Dude, that's Little wild. Gigs, rolled into RFK Stadium, played two nights with the Grateful Goddamn Dead, and then went and got back in the van and went and played another Olden in the Way gig. <laughs> I listened to those shows recently. They're fucking fantastic They're too. Great. I actually, uh, Holly got me the box set for my birthday. Oh, very, very nice. Good I've job, never, Holly. I've never bought any of that. I've never bought oh. an official Grateful Dead t-shirt from like the stands at the shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I have a standing policy of it, like the real actions in the lot, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. And why spend $40 on one of their shirts? You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like I bought the ticket. I'm going to support the rest of the community, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But this one, because uh, the May 26th, 73 show at Kizar is my favorite. Mm. I mean, was, I mean, obviously, but if I had to pick one to listen to for the rest of my life, that's it. And so the May, the May show, May 26th, 73 at, at, at Kizar Stadium in San Francisco. Um, so I'm like, you know, and the box, set's great. It sounds great. Um, the packaging is top notch. It's wonderful. Right. Yeah. 17 CDs, five shows. It's awesome. And that's another one of those things where like the set lists are pretty similar. Like the big. Um, sequence that summer spring and summer was uh, let me see if I can think about this he's gone trucking the other one um, eyes of the world China doll kind of all in that order yeah yeah and that would comprise about an hour and a half of continuous playing yeah right and they did that I think it maybe not one of the RFK shows whatever over over five shows they did it four times Mm-hmm. but we'll always play different shows like they're all very the energy is very different yeah you got right. des moines energy <laughs> you got santa barbara energy you got golden gate park energy and you have rfk stadium in washington dc energy it's all very different mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is interesting you know yeah. so yeah. when sometime when i have nine hours to listen to all of them <laughs> set aside take take a couple of days off yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. kids are at school call in yeah. sick go for it that's yeah. cool you, you get that she gave that to you because mm-hmm. that's something well, i dropped you, a pretty i dropped it that's one of the hints well okay okay so you actually yeah. kind of hinted to it like gonna if say, i was gonna buy one this would be for the yourself one. is it i mean that's not I something you buy that i wouldn't buy that for myself right but i dropped the hint like hey if i was gonna if i was gonna buy one of these things this would be the one yeah mm-hmm. i just i i want to go back to a point you were making about jerry garcia and and you know, have that that long strange trip documentary is fresh in my mind. You know, he got like in speaking of the late eighties. You know, there was Phil Lesh sent out a letter saying everybody, hey, everybody, chill, everybody, be cool, be nice. You know, and like they really, if they wanted the outcome for everybody to calm down, they Jerry Garcia would have been the one to say the things, but he he vehemently opposed to being that because he's like, I don't want to be a fascist, man. I don't want to, I'm not a cop. And I think it speaks to the, the kind of the, the, maybe the cosmic joke of all this or the, or the smile from his grave or from beyond the wink, the wink, dude, it's the wink. It's the Jerry Mm -hmm. wink right now. Mm -hmm. That's so great Mm -hmm. that, um, people are, are having these intense emotional connections to his music Mm-hmm. without any connection to him yeah mm-hmm. 
And I know that like people that like you who have gone to see Jerry Garcia band and stood 10 feet from him, that's a weird melancholy uh, grief maybe, but it's like, that's kind of, that's the, that's the karmic result of him putting all of that energy and sacrificing so much of his life for this music to kind of continue way beyond his death. You know what I mean? He said something to the effect of that after the Watts acid tests in 66, I think, mm. um, where they were. Well, they talk about it in the in the, in the oh, yeah, yeah. trip doc because they went to the, the Watts towers. The Watts. Yeah, towers. He went, they went to the Watts towers. He's like, I want mm. this. you got to build that. They can't build it so strong. They can't destroy can't it. it. They can't destroy it. Yeah. And so that was the yin and yang of Garcia is that he had that thought going. But he also had the thought of, well, fuck it. <laughs> like it all could come tumbling down tomorrow you know mm -hmm. and on a certain level he was especially later he was just caught up in the slipstream yeah you know and that yeah. that's the that's the part that you know it uh, there are, i just saw a quote recently and i'm gonna butcher it but it was uh the, the thought was that in every hero every hero tale is a tragedy yeah you know yeah and right. so and that's kind of you know, with 20, well, today's the the 28th anniversary of the last Grateful Dead concert. Mm -hmm. So, you know, seven nine ninety five, and uh, it was not good. <laughs> so bad. But yeah, uh, yeah. it's unlistenable, basically, um, um, because Garcia was just so sick. You know, he should not yeah. have been on stage. Um, but that's hindsight, whatever. Um, I forgot the point. <laughs> oh like i mean towards towards the end the last basically since bill graham died when brent died and then bill graham i mean that was that was a brutal one-two punch in the span of a year mm -hmm. um year and a half maybe um um there there was a resignation where the the mm -hmm. the structure well rob is the thing we talk about like structures uh what's he say like power structures keep themselves in power yeah that systems are designed to to continue to be systems, to be systems right and the grateful yeah. dead very much um fall fell into that yeah well to reference that that documentary again when he he kind of he kind of bails on everything and tries to rekindle his old flame you know and yeah. he's like he's telling her like Sometimes I think about I could just live off the ice cream money. He could have. He could have. And mm -hmm. that's the thing. It's like, but there's paychecks to people are people's entire livelihoods are you know, not just on the, the band, but the band would be fine, just you know. Pay, well, not necessarily. Yeah, maybe not. They none of them were exactly fiscally responsible. But the crew, the yeah, guitar yeah. techs, the riggers, and all, the and truck all drivers. Of the, and all of the people on the road are counting on the system staying the system yeah. well and by that time starting i don't know when middle late 80s the gigs were booked a year in advance yeah so it's just this self-perpetuating yeah and to bail on those gigs where you have somewhat of an agreement with those venues yep. you're you'd you'd be fucked to right. bail on that well and they i mean they they made they brought in a lot of revenue but they also like there was a lot of outflow too so i i i caught a reel or a tiktok i can't remember which one series about just the logistics of a huge tour you know and it had nothing it was not grateful dead specific. yeah no i've seen that or one it, of them it's a it's mind-blowing right the ballet that has to happen the logistical ballet it's crazy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah well, and that's, you know, it's, it's a, I encourage everybody to listen to this latest season of the good old Grateful Dead cast just because it really gets into um, kind of the details and the minutia of the genesis of the modern rock concert industry. Like mm -hmm. in 1973, even playing like really big shows, like tens of thousands of people, like they were still shoestring affairs. Right. Like there was and the industry didn't exist. They were still right. just figuring it out, winging it. Yeah, they were they were building the plane as it was in the air. Hundred percent, the time, very much so. Yes, and uh, so that process is really fascinating. It's if you're at all interested in 
how concerts work you know uh-huh uh-huh it, it's really it's cool it's well a, that's why and, and it's it's weird to put this reference in there because you know uh w- watching friends take their kids or even just themselves go see taylor swift right now right i mean i saw some photos and videos from this show that she had she did a couple nights at KC. fucking fucking arrowhead stadium is yeah. back mm-hmm. to the gills of gills. swifties just going swifties. bananas i'm like bananas that is a, a, a cultural phenomenon to yeah. not be denied. It is oh, like yeah. there's a lot of vibrational energy that is being created by doing that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Holy and it's big time. Mm-hmm. There's a similar like, holy shit, you know, mm-hmm. I I'm kind of a fan of hers. I mean, well, here's the badass thing about her, too. And you you may know this, but like she got fucked by a previous manager or something. So like her first few albums, she doesn't get any royalties for. So what she Sucks. did was re-recorded them in the exact same way and put them out as hers. And it's like right. the Taylor Swift, the Swift version or whatever, her own version, in her own words. I don't know what they call it. But then all of her, all of her fans are like, yeah, I'm going li- to don't listen to that other one. Listen to this one. So she's getting right. all the royalties. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, it's so badass. Her. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. super badass. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was thinking too, like I have, I'm very grateful that I was able to kind of experience the live version of this music so directly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I see my, what I consider to still be my favorite band Pearl Jam. I see them in a different light. And it's weird to say this because you mentioned Jerry Garcia. And, and this has come up a few times for me in my mind. I will probably most likely live to see one of those core members of Pearl Jam not be around anymore. Correct. One of them might be Eddie Vedder, right? And I I know there are people that will play that music. They will cover that music. They will be mm-hmm. a lot of heartfelt tributes. Mm-hmm. But that music in it in and of itself will not will not take off the way that the Grateful Dead has still kind of embedded itself into our consciousness. It's our fucking consciousness. unreal. Nobody else's consciousness, just ours. Our, just ours. <laughs> well, and the people that give a shit, you know. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, like you said, there are there are kids half my age that are full on deadheads, mm-hmm. and 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 there are con- there are contest contestants on Guest of the Year that are like nineteen years old and that do pretty good. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you well, know what I mean. About, think about when like you were in high school or whatever, like the, you know, the people that were into like. And maybe even more me, but like, you know, the people that were like really into like Led Zeppelin and Jimi Hendrix. Right, right. Well, imagine being in high school now and being into the dead and having yeah. access to all of the music. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, totally. Uh, this is, you know, the get off my lawn moment, but I had to know people that had tapes. Yeah, that's. There was yeah, no that's, internet. There was dude, no that's having amazing. every single show ever played and multiple recordings of it in your pocket. That was not a thing. I I actually, this is totally a tangent, but there are no tangents. I actually introduced a kid probably 10 years younger than I am ahead of me at the Boulder show to re-listen. Oh, really? I told him about last time, like, yeah, you you should listen to it. And he's he's like, yeah, I don't know how to, I guess I'll pay for it. I'm like, dude, no. 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 I'm like, re-listen app. And I showed him and he's like, and I, sh- oh. and I just opened up the Grateful Dead re-listen. Yeah. And I was like, 16,000 recordings. I know. I was like, look at all the, you can listen to whatever you want. And his mind just exploded in front of me. I was yeah, like, good. Welcome to the rest of your life, buddy. Right. Welcome to the real world. Today's <laughs> episode is brought to you by re-listen, the re-listen app. Only available on iPhone. Yeah. I, I had to, I Googled, I'm like, has fish ever i was i was kind of dipping back into fish and i was like has fish ever covered the covered the grateful dead that i can listen to yes and it was three years after jerry's passing they they played terrapin station and they gave it a valiant effort i I remember that when that happened that was a nice little nod Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well uh i did we do it we did something man yeah we sure did i love you it was nice to kind of love you too it was kind of nice to debrief on that it's always good to, you know, see friends at shows. Yeah. Oh, this was another thing. And I'll leave you with this. One of the coolest things. And speaking of our friend, Matt, Matt Carter, yeah, yeah. who was, who was at the show, he had just 
proposed to his girlfriend. Congrats to both of yeah, them. Yeah, big big ups. Um, one of the things that I love about being at a show next to him. Well, I so I got to watch Eric Delaney lose his shit all night, which yeah, was really great. cool. He, I see that all the time. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> but one thing I love about Matt, and, and I hope he listens to this, is that M- Matt loves the music. Matt loves watching other people love the music. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That, that that's his kink. Uh-huh. He just like it's looks around. Pink. Yeah. He's like, he, when he watches me lose my shit, uh, you know, <laughs> listening to, they love each other. Like he sent me that file from re-listen the other day. Oh, just like, Hey man, that's cool. I know I, I watched you ball. I your saw eyes. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw that man. And it was like, it's just, I, and then I caught him watching other people. He just looks around and gets off on watching other people get off. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's the best. That's so, the best. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> Carter. <laughs> Love that dude. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad we got to debrief and yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we went. I'm glad we got to share that together. Yeah. Me too, man. Yeah. Far out. Far out. Well, I think we did it. I think we did it. What's next? I don't know, man. What's next is we're gonna get Ethan on and we're yes. gonna get my sister on. We're getting Mike I'm gonna, on. I'm gonna work on that this week. We gotta get Mike on. We're gonna get a book him. Yeah, we'll do that probably after my run ends. Oh, that yep, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I talked to him about that. Yeah. He was in agreement. Still, oh yeah. He was like, Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, we don't wanna we we don't wanna yeah, we don't wanna cross the streams on that. I don't muddy all. those waters like uh, you know, eventually I mean I hope my run continues a little bit, but I was gonna say maybe we'll never have him on because you'll never be beat. Nah, wrong. It'll happen. Maybe this next time. I mean, there's even just listening to the latest teams ones. There was one where I like it was like the Titanic grazed the iceberg. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, gotta play the game though. That's so right. yeah, we'll have him on after whenever that is. Cool. He's a super nice guy, super sweet dude, and yeah, for sure. Really, and it's just the coolest thing that he's doing. So yeah. Yeah. Word word that's it i got nothing else i me either man it's great to see you good to see you all right love you love you too
Don't forget, toot your hooter.